Welcome to another episode of The Corporate Entrepreneur. Today, we're going to be discussing dealing with adversity. Oh, boy, that we all have adversity in our lives, right? In an earlier podcast, I talked about dealing with obstacles. So dealing with adversity, what does that mean? It means something a little different to everybody. But according to Webster, adversity is any situation that may cause misfortune, calamity, or negative consequence. Well, in corporate America and in business, every project, every new thing that we do, everything that we attempt then is or can be considered adverse. We have to deal with adversity. But let's just address a couple of different types of adversity that we have found in corporation. And of course, there's many, and what I'm going to talk about is just a short list, a whole bunch more, and it is definitely relatable. So to your situation, as they say, um, when it happens to you, it's a problem. When it happens to somebody else, it's a shame. So types of adversity. In business, there's many. Let's talk about the first one. Managers that do not like. Whoa, well, how is that adverse? Well, it is because if a manager does not like you, it can cause misfortune, calamity, and definitely negative consequences. So how do we deal with that? We're going to give you seven steps to dealing with adversity. First, I want to discuss a a variety of types of adversity that we come in contact. So when a manager does not like you, it could be because obviously of race or religion or sex, but it could be more than that. You could be a threat to that person. You could be where they don't want you around because you came in from somebody else who recommended you and they don't like that person. There are so many different reasons why a manager or a supervisor or someone who you work for does not like you. And if you don't address it, it's going to be a miserable existence. Not that it has to end in calamity, but it's going to be very tough And it can cause misfortune and negative consequences, lack of promotions and so on. So if you are a manager and you're a senior manager and you're listening to this, please be aware that when you are managing somebody and you don't like that person, and it's just that simple, you just don't like them, that they will look at that as adversity and however they deal with it is going to affect your projects, your morale, and a lot of other situations within your business, including how you get up in the morning and go to work and want to deal with these people. It can make it positive or it can make it negative. You also want to look at another type of adversity as well as managers or your coworkers. Well, how about when your coworkers are jealous of your ideas or your success? One of the things we talked about earlier in another podcast that we did on failure is being able to collect ideas and identify what went wrong so you can post it so the next time somebody's working on a project, they don't have to experience the same failure. Well, a lot of employees don't want to share that because they don't want their coworkers to succeed at something that they failed at, even if it benefits them. It, it's that deep. So we have to look at another type of adversity is your coworkers are jealous of your ideas or success. How many times you come up with ideas and all of a sudden your coworkers who really like everything status quo is telling you to slow down. Don't express those ideas or makes fun of you to your boss in front of them in in team meetings so that they can make light of your ideas so that they don't get considered, you know, taken seriously. And therefore they don't have to worry about changing or maybe learning something new or becoming better. They're just happy where they're at. So that's something that we have to think about and learn how to deal with when we have coworkers management. When you see this happening, it's your job to overcome this adversity to collect those successes and failures, to train the people who don't want uh, everybody else to succeed, 
that it benefits them as well. How about travel requirements that may cause an issue in your home life? You take a job, your life changes. Now you have to travel more. Now you have to be away from home. You have to miss your games. How are you going to deal with that? How are you going to deal with that adversity? How are you going to make sure it doesn't cause stress in your life? And like obstacles, sometimes you can make the change, sometimes you can't. The difference with obstacles is they don't, it's not defined as something that will cause misfortune, calamity, or a negative consequence if you don't handle the obstacle. It may just be a neutral situation, but with adversity, it's not that way. So when you have travel requirements, someone asks you to travel for a week, two weeks, how do you deal with it? How do you handle that? We're going to talk about it. How do you deal with difficult clients? Now, you don't want to lose your business. You don't want to lose any income, but you have difficult clients. We all have difficult clients. Sometimes we give in. Sometimes we hold our ground. Sometimes they're profitable. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're good for public relations. Sometimes they're referral source. Boy, there's a lot of different reasons why we need to deal with clients and make sure we can handle the adversity of a difficult client. Another one we like to talk about, or that comes up often, is overcoming something you did that has you labeled in a negative way. That's definitely an adverse situation. So you may have stepped up. You may have gone out uh, during one of your training sessions, maybe had a little too much to drink, maybe made a statement, maybe dressed in a certain way, maybe, maybe something you did at work, maybe you changed something, maybe you worked hard. I've seen a lot of people labeled as um, you know, trying to kiss up to the boss because they work hard and may not goof off as much as the rest of the team. Well, they're instantly labeled. So you want to be able to understand how to deal with that. Another adversity in corporate America is implementing an application or program that fails. So we talked about learning from failure in, in the previous podcast. Now we talk about being adverse, dealing with the adverse situation of doing that. Many times that means you're labeled as a failure, labeled as somebody who cannot take a project to success. Many times because the manager does not like you, says, oh, you see, and they utilize that as a justification when in reality you are going to learn from that failure, but you've already been labeled. So it's something that we have to really be careful of. Um, I'm going to give you now the steps to deal with it. These are customizable. Like the smart platform, it's a guideline. It's something that you can use, that you can think about, that you can start working with, but it's not, oh, these are the exact things you need to do. It really is up to you. And we'll get back to that. Step one to overcoming adversity. And, you know, let me back up a second. I know I, I talk about the seven steps, but... Every situation is just a little different. And these seven steps come from observing hundreds of executives and managers and line person over the years. And these seven steps are what we've seen those hundreds of business people do, entrepreneurs. And we put them together and collated into a manner that we've taken the best. So that means that there's probably another 50 to 100 that we have in our, in our database that we'll roll out little by little. These are the top seven steps and we put them in an order. First thing you have to do is acknowledge the situation. That's right. You need to admit that there's a problem. You need to admit that this is an adverse situation. 
that there is a chance for misfortune, calamity, or a negative consequence. You need to be able to say to yourself, yes, my boss is not like me and I need to work around it. Or my coworkers are jealous and I need to develop a plan. Or I do not want to travel when my kids are playing baseball or be away for two weeks for that training. So first thing is to acknowledge it. Now, once you acknowledge it, you need to accept it. You know the situation may be terrible. Just accept that it's happening to you. You may even need to accept the situation. So there's a concept out there to accept the things you can, change the things that you can, that you can change, and know the difference between the two. Let me repeat that. You have to accept the things you can't change and identify the things you can change, and you can change them, but you need to know the difference between the two. So by accepting the travel, you may say to yourself, I need to accept it for the next six months, but I'm going to look for a new job. That's fine. You need to say to yourself, I'm going to accept this. I'm going to deal with this. I'm going to overcome this situation, and I'll give you the steps on how to do that, but you need to accept it. As terrible as it is, you have to accept that it's happening to you. If you can change it, we'll get to that, then do it. If you can't, then you accept it for as long as you can, but you put plans in place to change your situation then. Then you understand that it is not insurmountable. There are very few situations that, can, that cannot either be solved or dealt with. Oh, okay. So you have a boss that hates you. Can you work around it? Should you try to make that person like you more? Your coworkers, if your travel requirements, you're dealing with a difficult client, overcoming something you did, can you accept it? Can you acknowledge it and let people, when they say something, hey, I understand I failed at that, that label's unfair, I've done this, this, and this. If you don't see it, I understand. It's not Okay, you know that, you've, that you're learning from that failure. It's not every time dealing with adversity, it's not always accepting what others say. It's you need to have the confidence of what you do to deal with this. So, you understand it's not insurmountable. Here is the key that I've been leading to the whole time. Develop a course of action. If you ignore it, as I say in a lot of podcasts, if you stick your head in the ground, there's only one part of your body that's exposed. So, you need to develop a course of action. Decide what you are going to do about it and take the action required. This is the most difficult part of dealing with adversity because now it means you have to take action besides just complaining or talking about it or thinking about it. What can you do? If you're not happy, start looking for a job. If your boss, if you want to stay at your job and you're dealing with difficult clients, then you need to work with those clients to be able to handle and identify what will make them less difficult. Everything from a SWOT analysis, project plans, thought leadership pods. I have found the best way to work with difficult clients is to get together in a thought leadership pod and just talk it out, put it on the board. Usually there's issues. You do the mind map around the issues, and all of a sudden you ask them which is the most important. You show all the linkages, who's responsible, what you can do to overcome it. And you, I, I have... 95% success rate, when we do fail, we analyze it. We understand what went wrong. We look at the players. But 95% success rate after 
the third thought leadership pod. Some people call them uh, quarterly business reviews. Some people call them customer business reviews. But the key there is to develop a plan of action as well. See, it ties into adversity. A plan of action so that you can understand how you can change that client from being difficult to being a raving fan. Now, the next step is you need to accept the consequences of your actions. So you decide what you're going to do, and then once you've identified the consequences and know that you can deal with them, you will no longer feel stressed. So if you know your course of action can either be A, B, C, or D, are you able to deal with those? And if you can, then you can implement your course of action knowing that it's okay. You're going to take one of those courses of action. You're going to have one of those consequences. Whatever it is, you've identified it, you know you can deal with it, and you move on. Now, if there's a consequence that you cannot deal with, that is still part of your course of action to get out of the situation you're in. If you can't, well, that's a problem. If you're in jail for 10 years and, and there's no parole and you're not happy with your situation, you can change how you address your situation, how you look at it, but you're not getting out of that situation. So once you accept the consequences, now you can overcome it or deal with it. And this will allow you to get on with your day and your life. So you may never get that manager to like. You may never convince them that you are the best person for the job and that you're really a good person and you even care about their philosophy and their policies. You may never get them to agree. If you implemented a course of action that allows you to just accept it, push back when you want, identify when you've gone too far and pull back, all the while maybe looking for a different uh, job in the company or outside the company, then you can move on. Now, if you've identified that you're going to just Get this person upset, say what you want to say, and one of the consequences is they're going to let you go. That's okay. You could deal with that. You can move on now because you don't have to worry about it. So you've laid out the consequences. You know what they are. You, can, you know you can overcome and deal with it. So just move on. And the last piece of adversity is to remember, a 100 years from now, no one, including you, will care. So if it's a in an adverse situation, and if it causes misfortune, calamity, or a negative consequence, you know what? Don't make it the end of the world. Don't dwell on it. Because a 100 years from now, no one will really care. Remember the steps. Acknowledge it. It's the first step. Accept it. That you know the situation may be terrible, but just accept it's happening to you. Understand it's not insurmountable. I've had a lot of executives, I've had a lot of mid-level management come to me with adverse situations, and they said, Mark, I'm just too old to get another job. And I said, well, what can you change in your life? What can you do different? Can you reduce your overhead? What is the worst that will happen if you lose your job? And many times their life will change. But is that better than being every day in a situation working with somebody that they're not happy with? Or if they get laid off, and it's not up to them, and they can't find another job, what has to happen is they need to understand it's not insurmountable. They need to understand one of the consequences is they will be unemployed, and they are, may not be employable. So what can they do? Well, in this society, we've had a lot of executives, management people. There's other options. They can do things like lift, go into their own business, 
They can start a podcast. They can do things that will allow them eventually to make a living, but it may not be the circumstance they want, and that's where they have to understand and accept the consequences so that the stress is not, oh, my God, oh, my God, I won't be able to do this, I won't be able to do this. No. If it happens, here's what I'm going to do. If it happens, this is where I'm going to go. Accept the consequences and then overcome it or deal with it. And to remember 100 years from now, no one's going to really care, including yourself. So many people, I'm going to go back to what we said at the beginning, think that obstacles are adverse situations. Sometimes they can be. And obstacles can turn into an adverse situation. But the main difference is that obstacles don't always mean that it will be misfortune, calamity, or negative circumstance. So the way that you overcome this, the outcome of dealing with adverse situations, it can change your career. It can alter a career. It can even change the direction of the person experiencing it. The change can either be for the better or worse. It depends on how you deal with it. So once again, we'll go back. We're going to close, and this is more relevant for this podcast and many others. Corporate entrepreneurs have to fear nothing, appreciate everything, and know what you need you already have. And remember, we increase innovation, efficiency, profit, revenue, and develop leaders through the culture we create. So don't live in fear. Be powerful. Be mighty. You have the ability to change things. Let's make that happen as a leader. Try to stimulate this within your organization. And until the next session, have a great day.